We established the principle in the previous Mishnah that one of the unique features of the Korban Pesach is that its main function is for Achila. Its main function is that it comes to be eaten. As a result, a Korban Pesach that's brought betuma, as we said, if it's brought when a person or the nation is in the status of being and pure and tame is nechal betumah. It's eaten in that state. And in the new Mishnah, on Amud Beis, in today's daf, we learn nitma basur v'chilav kayam adam. If the meat is becomes impure and the fat is still inexistent, not didn't become impure, you don't sprinkle the blood. You don't bring. You don't go through the whole procedure. Nitma hachelav basur kayam. But if the meat is still okay. Zorek Asadam, then you go through with the process of the of the Pesach and it's permitted. And Rashi notes this is the case even according to Rabbi Eliezer. The Ikar Pesach Lachilas Adam Kaasi says Rashi, the main purpose, like we learned in the previous Mishnah, is to be eaten. And we find an amazing aspect when the Rambam lists the Tariq Mitzvos in his Sefer Mitzvos, two separate Mitzvos for the Korban Pesach, one for the service and a separate Mitzvah for the Chil itself. If you look at Mitzvah, Mitzvah say Samach Dalad, for example. The Ramam says, Mitzvah Samach Dalad, Shemase Korban Chatas Torah Niskar. And he goes through there all the different elements, all the components, including the Achila, including the eating, are part of one mitzvah. But when it comes to the Pesach, look in Mitzvah Nunhe, in the Sefer Mitzvah of the Ramam, the Ramam brings Shetzivanu Lishchot. So the first mitzvah discusses the the slaughtering process and the things that come after that, the steps that come after that. And then in mitzvah nun vav, the Rambam brings shetzivanu leachol keves apesach lelchamishasar, which means that the Rambam and this is unique. Here in our Mishnah, the previous one, this emphasis is made that there's a separate mitzvah, there's a separate concept of eating the Pesach. So I heard a beautiful idea from one of my Ramim, one of my rabbis in Yeshiva Rakota, Rav Yossi Greenfield. He said, if you read the Psukim describing the Pesach, which we've been learning in the last couple Dapim, Perikib Beis in Sefer Shmos, it's not mentioned, the Pesach is not mentioned using the terms of a korban. We see by all of the korbanos, he says, so he suggested the Chag Pesach, what we title the whole Yom Tov, is really a different separate Yom Tov, which begins on Yud Dalet Nisan in the afternoon and finishes at the end of Lela Seder. It's a couple hours long, this whole Chag, it's a separate sort of introduction to the rest of the Yom Tov, which we Torah calls Chag Matzot. So he says in the Pesach Alpi Machshava, he argues that certainly it's a korban and it ticks the boxes of being a korban. But it also has another dimension. That's the dimension of being a bris, of representing the eternal covenant, covenant, the eternal agreement that we have. Who is this agreement with and who, who creates this, this bris? It's explained that it's the bris of the Jewish home. It's the, it's the bris of the bias. If you look in Perakit Beis of that Perak and you read through it, he describes Pesach and Mitzrayim, what happened on that night, what happened in leading up to the leaving of Mitzrayim, the Mila Mancha, the repeating word there 13 times in the Perak is the word Bais, the word home. And like the Rambam writes regarding the Achilles Pesach and Seder night, the Bais, the Jewish home, is akin to the Azaras base of Mikdash. It has the status of the of the, the, the place near the base of Mikdash where people could stand. It has the Kedusha, it has that element, which is on a very high level. And B'nai Yisrael put the blood of the Pesach on their doorposts. That symbolized the bris with blood. From earlier days in history, the whole idea of doing a bris with blood came from Avram Avinu, when Hashem said to take the animal, known as the bris bein and Take the animal and cut it in half, 
blood on one side, blood on the other side, just like the blood on the two doorposts of the entranceway to the homes of the Jewish people of Mitzrayim. What is a bris? A bris is an eternal agreement where we give up something for Hashem. And in return, Hashem is pasoach. Hashem hovers, like the Mechilta says, of course, we know the classic understanding of the word Pesach is to, to jump over the homes of the, of the Jewish people because Baruch Kivyachol was hopping over the homes. But the second idea there is Pesach. Pesach means to hover, means to, means to watch out like a mother bird hovers above the nest, like the Pesach in Yeshayal, protected Am Yisrael that night. So before we became a nation, before we became Am Yisrael, we make a bris with each home. And together with bris mila, which is the bris on the individual, the only two positive mitzvahs that are chayev kares, they represent the eternal bris with Hashem. Our job is to keep our end of the bris, our end of the agreement. And bezrat Hashem, Hashem will keep His.